and we're live hi guys welcome to another episode of the Nigerian sports fan podcast i'm your host david today's episode we'll be talking about um um champions league highlights we'll look at some of the reviews of the matches and champions league highlights um the inter and anyway, I'll, I'll think of more of that in the, in the episode and also we'll be talking about um the premier league match that happened during the week also and then for our big story today will be the antonio conte um interview and the reaction surrounding it and everything so basically um i'm sure you enjoy it and um yeah let's delve in okay so back like i promised now um let's start with the um, Champions League highlights and um inter milan um played against liverpool and liverpool won two nil away and before we before we even delve into the Champions League match how disappointed are you are you as disappointed as i am the fact that the away there's no the away goal rule is scrapped in Champions League that is the away goals do not really have the same strength that they have anymore so liverpool winning two nil at inter doesn't mean anything it's just a win like any other thing um Although Man City put five past Sporting, five nil, and then um, Bayern drawing one one away at Salzburg, and also PSG beating Real Madrid one nil. Yeah, PSG beating Real Madrid one nil. Another day, it doesn't mean much because Real Madrid could win two one, even if it was prior Champions League match, Champions League round, rounds. It still didn't mean much. They were one nil at home, but still, the away goal rule technically is away. I, I don't really know if it's a good idea. Now, the thing, this, this is the thing eh, about football administrators, you know, when they take things off without listening to the fans. This will just make sure without listening to the fans. Now, I remember some years ago, I'll say some years ago, right, when um, they removed this this rule in the Premier League, they put this rule in the Premier League where the transfer window closed before the season started. Out of 20 Premier League teams, 40, I think 14 voted it that they should remove the window. I was like, how are these people so stupid? That no, everybody could see that. Listen, if you close the window before the league season starts, the other European leagues, their window is still open, so they will still be able to sign players from the Premier League. You're giving them an unfair advantage to 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 unsettle your players. There's no advantage because your players, their mind, not because the aim behind it was that oh, if we close the window now, we'll have a lot more focus on the season. You know, um, players will not be able to um, to clubs will not be distracted. You know, players will not be unsettled. But wait a minute. If you close the Premier League window in, in, in the Premier League window alone, you can't sign, but others can sign. So it's literally it's like you, you know, getting into a fight. Your two hands are tied, but you get you you are expected to fight and win the fight. When you get, you're gonna get punched in the face, you're really gonna get punched. If you come back with a damaged face, broken nose, broken eye socket, you come back with everything broken. So that's what's happening here, right? It's probably similar here because coming up with this rule, I think with the excitement from the from the league. Now check this out. Real Madrid went away to PSG and it was people complaining that Real Madrid were a bit too defensive. Of course, they'll be def- this is the exact reason why those rules were brought in the first. See, this is what are trying to I don't know if they're trying to reinvent the wheel. I don't know if they're what they're trying to do or whatever. Because let's be real here. These rules were put in place because um teams in the past used to go away and play for a draw. When because they just brought in the way goes to put in the excitement in the in the champ so bring in excitement in Champions League. That's why they brought this rule in. They brought these rules to put in excitement. So to make the league a bit more exciting, a bit more competitive, you know, a bit more interesting. So that's why they brought these rules in. So you coming in now and bringing in a rule, taking that rule away, it's 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 weird. It's weird, and it's not like it's, it's a new thing. We saw we saw what happened before now. We saw why the outside rule was brought in. We saw why they've changed, changed different rules over over time. Uh, man, I don't understand. What are they going to do next? They're going to say, okay, if you're outside, you're outside. Like the reason, the way um um 
Arigosakis AC Milan team, they, they, they exploited that offside rule, the old offside rule, so well that UEFA had to change that rule. It's probably the same thing. Who knows if they'll bring that rule back again? Oh, everybody's tired of this offside. Oh, let's bring in that offside rule back. Let's bring back that offside rule. And teams will probably take advantage of it. You know, push up, play really high line. You have one person, everybody's off. You know, and you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if these people don't see that. It. It's like they just don't like the comfort. Things are comfortable. They just want to put a little bit of chaos. And it's true because human beings, human beings are a bit comfortable. They would like things to be a bit more chaotic. You know, scatter things up. That's why civilizations over time who have attained world status, who have become really great, you know, eventually they will implode. Perfect example: the Roman Empire. Perfect example: the Roman Empire. <laughs> they will implode from inside. But <laughs> this is not political. This is just football, though. But back to Rida. So Inter Milan losing at home to Liverpool. Liverpool winning two nil away. Um, goes from Salah. The first goal from Firmino and from Salah also. And Liverpool also. They are looking really good now. They are looking a lot more threatening. I mean, their attack line is well stacked now properly. I'm talking well stacked. Liverpool will really give it a go first. And I think the only reason why they may not really be able to you know give a lot of trouble in the league. It's probably because of Man City. The Man City are just so good. I said maybe if Guardiola leaves, but if Guardiola leaves, it's very likely that Liverpool probably would have like this kind of dominance in the league. Why suspect? Because now, I mean, they've got Luis Diaz. They've got like two, th- uh, two different front three, right? If I'm not mistaken, let's start. They've got Salah, Firmino, Mane, right? Then they've got Luis Diaz, Jota, and Origi. Um, you know, and it's very, it's almost impossible for all, for <coughs> for one set of eleven to be injured at the same time. It's very almost impossible. So. The way it's played and able to rotate, I mean, Liverpool really look threatening. And even Javi Helio, their youngster, is even looking good. So, Liverpool, they look like they, they know what they're doing. So, they won 2 0. And then, um, Man City, Jesus Christ, man. At halftime, that tie was over. It was 4 0 at halftime. And Spurs are playing Man City this weekend by 5 pm, <laughs> UK time, though. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not looking forward to that much at all. Listen. Man City were falling up at halftime, and the fifth goal coming from Sterling, second of which was just like a you know, curler, five 0 Wow! But this is the thing we don't even know. This is never Man City, right? No matter how good they play, you know, they've been the reason why they've not won the Champions League. It is Man City's fault because whenever they get to this condition, they always use their hand to to destroy it. I don't know if it's a, if it's a, one juju from one village. I don't know because. I mean, look at the Champions League matches, they are key ties. Even last season when they managed to break the quarter-final course, they end up going to the final and playing with a DM. And having after and this is after having two DMs in the, on the bench on the bench. And the goal that they considered would have been prevented if they had even one DM on the pitch. <laughs> you can't make this issue up, man. You can't. But that that's that's also makes Man City, Man City, Man City situation quite funny. But yeah. Then um, um ba- Salzburg, Bayern. Salzburg drawing 1 1. I mean, Bayern Munich were quite convincing in that game. I think Salzburg deserve to win. Salzburg should have won that game if they were a bit more serious. Took more. But I, I think growth in quality even actually. Then Bayern eventually scored one later. Now, but if the away goals were available, it would have made a lot more sense for this to for Bayern to you know, look for the next. But it doesn't mean I think Allianz Arena, Bayern are going to probably win that one. Then the last one, last one before I, before I go to United, um, the last one for, for me before I go to United. So, um, PSG. Uh, Real Madrid, PSG beating Real Madrid 1-0. Now, why I'm talking about it now, Messi missed a penalty in this game. Now, I want to talk about Messi's penalty record. I understand PSG giving him a penalty because he's the biggest guy on the, in, the, in, this, in, the, in that team, yeah? But listen, um, P, um, sorry, Messi doesn't have a good record from the penalty spot. It is, this is what we've known on that. We've always known this, that Messi doesn't have a good record. I mean, Messi had this record where he had never scored against Peter Cech, right? And then in Champions League back in 2011, 
Champions League 2011, Messi was given a penalty to put away against Peter Cech to finally end that his record, and he missed the penalty. Obviously, over again, you know, off the top of my head, right? There are multiple penalties. I remember multiple penalty situations that Messi has missed. So Messi is scoring penalties. It's not, and this is why whenever Messi scores penalties, they tend to hype it. You know, they tend to really, really hype it. And I don't even know who was expecting Messi because when Messi this penalty, I'm more of it. I'm more expecting him to miss it than him scoring it. And this is why it's crazy, right? Messi for free kick situations is more, is much more threatening than on the penalty spot. So he missed the penalty. Courtois saved it. He missed penalty. Whichever way you want to put it. Personally, I looked at that penalty. I don't think Penalty was convincing enough. Yes, if Kota had died the right the other way, he would have gone to the net. Yes, which is true. But I mean, when you look, I, I've always talked about penalties in my previous episode, and even during the half corner, I spoke about penalties, how to take penalties. I think players should take penalties. I think, penalties, I think a penalty, I think a perfect penalty should be like where you 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 hit it low and hard, or you hit it on top, right? But you stretch it to the edges, to the edge of the of the penalty um, penalty stick, right? When you play so far wide that the keeper stretches. The ball is so fast that the keeper can't catch it. The ball is so freaking fast that the keeper cannot catch it, right? It stretches his arm, can't catch it. This is what I think. This is why I think penalties should be how people should take penalties, how the shot should be, and everything. But when you when you miss this penalty, right? It wasn't far to the post. I know Kotoa is a very big man, yeah. But I mean, maybe someone like Kotoa to 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 um score against someone like Kotoa, you would expect maybe. To give him the eyes or something because we're trying to use that technique it's very hard to score him with that penalty but i believe that if the penalty is driven low and hard and really fast it's very it's very hard for keeper to like that to catch it but the penalty wasn't really good that was the thing i know Messi, yeah but it wasn't really good and you know Messi missed the penalty now mbappe won the penalty the mbappe jesus christ man ne- see I've, i don't know if i said i've said this before i've about this before in my first episodes right never have i seen somebody that is so beautiful for Real Madrid like Mbappe. I've never seen anybody like so perfect. You you could literally even see even before he signed for it. I've been talking signed for Real Madrid. Even if this is pre-contract deal with Real Madrid, right? Listen, I was thinking about like this guy is Real Madrid, man. This guy is Real Madrid. I'm talking about the white, the white, the all white suits him so much. His personality. Everything about Mbappe screams Real Madrid. How? He's a big brand on his own. I think he has some endorsement deals already, right? He's the star player of the French national team. Um, he's already a young star, a young star, right? Living up to the, to the, to the go-getter, scoring goals, high um, ambition, high achieving player, right? Has a very great mentality. The way he plays, direct, you know, and he's so... I'm not going to say Real Madrid are a counter-attacking team, but a lot of Real Madrid's success as a team, you know, counter-attack was a really big part in that. I mean, Ancelotti's Real Madrid team that won Champions in 2014, that one was really, really counter-attack, right? Then... Mbappe also, you know, being a Ronaldo-esque kind of guy, not like he's like Ronaldo, obviously, but like, you know, his persona about him just screams Real Madrid. That guy will sell out shirts immediately. The commercial side and the on the pitch on on the performance side, Mbappe will deliver for Real Madrid. So never. So whenever when I saw that he was getting close to Real Madrid, I was like, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all because this guy is suited for that job. And yeah, he scored against Real Madrid. He was the one who scored the goal. And it was a turn in their flesh all night. And the goal he scored was really fantastic, right? And it was really good. It was really good. And he had even attempted to score even one player prior to that. And then he scored that one. In nine minutes, man, that guy. Whew, Real Madrid are getting a bargain. And then, speaking of Real Madrid, there are also some reports that... And <coughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I had a cough. Um, there are some reports that um, Ancelotti... Will be sacked probably because the way they, they had to complete the way they set up. And before I said, I had the way they set up. 
I mean, when the I mean, when the league though, I don't know, but Mbappe, man, seriously, is a perfect guy. And also, Bale also reports with um, Bale also being moved on. I will talk more about that in detail when it comes to sports. But let me just talk about it now. So Bale reports that Bale will not be renewing his contract with Real Madrid. And this is where the people are talking about if sports should take a punt and this sports should not. Um, I don't, I don't know, manufacturing about it, but the way it is, looks, you know, I, w- I, I, I don't mind. I would say I don't mind. I don't mind if sports try it, you know, for one last dance, probably give me a last rerun, but I doubt it will happen. I really doubt. It. As the goal has come out and really said, nah, I don't think it's gonna happen. But we'll see. Sure about that. Back to United, and United also. United winning Brighton, beating Brighton two 0 um, goals from Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes. Now. On the same, this is what happened on the ninth Man United played against Brighton and Ronaldo scored. It was the same night Messi PSG played Real Madrid and Messi missed a penalty. Why this is quite this? You know why this is making me laugh. This is why it's making me laugh. The Messi Ronaldo debate. When listen, I want to talk about this quickly. When will you guys accept that your goats are finished? When will you both of you accept? Listen, both of you are you Ronaldo are Messi fans, both sex of fans. They are like two bald men fighting over a comb. That's what both of you are like. Oh, he's who is less who is less shittier? Whose whose goat is less shittier now? Oh, Ronaldo played this. Ronaldo missed this. No, Ronaldo missed this goal. At least my goat will not miss this goal. That was the argument. Nobody's arguing about perform- top level performance anymore. I mean, people are arguing about who's worse now. I mean, Messi missed a penalty. Oh, Ronaldo missed a penalty against Middlesbrough. Oh yeah, you guys will feast on it. Oh, Messi, Messi missed a penalty. Oh yeah, you're gonna feast. Man, seriously, I'm so glad that this Messi Ronaldo debate, right? I stopped it around 2014 or 2012 around that period that's when i stopped all this you know because i was like nah i can't do this i can't because it makes no sense i mean i would rather appreciate both of them and this is the thing right appreciate the fact that we've had we have these two guys who delivered for us on the last over the last i would say 20 years so 20 years okay no 20 years is a bit of a stretch um 2006 you know 2006 7 ish so turn let's say 2006 right from 2006 that has delivered so let's say 14 15 years this is 2022 16 years wow so this guy's let's say 15 16 years right this guy or 10 to 16 let's say 10 to 16 years because you know it might vary but these guys have delivered for us so i mean at top level that was it now this guy delivered. Let, let's just enjoy their performance and watch them retire i knew what i'm doing but right now anybody arguing about this this message but i mean give it a rest seriously you guys are old a lot of you have children now your children are in school please give it a rest <laughs> i'm joking give it a rest please come on man give it a rest but yeah, um, yeah, I think we'll retire very soon though. I mean, their age is probably going to be their last World Cup. That's if uh, Ronaldo qualifies. Oh my God. If Ronaldo, you see, listen, uh, I, I mean, as much as I do not like the deb- engaging in the debate, I like watching the banter on both sides. I mean, when somebody, when Messi misses and then they laugh, or, um, it's, it's quite enjoyable to watch from afar. Check this out now. If, if Ronaldo doesn't qualify with Italy, with uh, Portugal, because they play against Italy in their playoff, if he doesn't qualify, oh my goodness, the Messi fans are going to have a few day with that. And it's going to be funny to watch. And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, do, I like I enjoy it as as a, as a neutral rather than I don't really engage in it, but it's, it's just funny to see. But yeah, um, that's all about it. Let's go to our main show today. Um, yeah, let's go to our main show. Our main story. Our main story today. I'm missing this thing up, man. Let's go to our main story today. And yeah. Welcome to the main story. Um, we're talking about, like I said, I told you in the intro, we're going to talk about a lot about the content interview and the sport, the relation with sport and everything. 
So um, I'll read out, I'll read out the key takes because I mean I can't go over the whole interview. So Conte had a sit down with Sky Italia, and also had there was a clip circulating around yesterday on Twitter with Dean Sports. So Conte had a sit down and he went to the went out. So let me just talk about go over the interview. So from the text, the clip where I got the interview with Sky Italia, I want to where I go. I spoke about a difficult transfer window where um, Sports had four players um, lost four players and brought in two, which was um, the four players lost was Dele Ali, Brian Hill. Um, Tangun Dombele and um, oh Jesus Christ, who's this fourth person? I kept forgetting that fourth person. So basically, Spurs lost four, and they brought in two. Um, sorry, Losios was the fourth. Losios was the fourth, and they brought in two, which was um, um, Kulusevski and Bentaker, Rodrigo Bentaker. Now, listen. Okay, let me just go over quick. I quickly give my thoughts, and um, I also spoke about transfer policy of Spurs, where Spurs transfer policy is getting in young players. Who are not ready for now? Who getting young players with potential rather than established players? That's in summary though. And then you had an interview with Bean Sport also. In interview the way he spoke about, he said at his previous clubs like Juventus, Inter, Chelsea, right? There's always this one percent chance, right? That has a motivation. That one percent chance he usually has is to win the league. Is for the league to win the league. But at sports, that one percent chance is top four. Now. Let's go over what he said. Now, now oh, let me talk about the reaction. Now, the reaction. <coughs> let's go over what he said quickly, please. He said, um, "The fourth round was four, four win, four in, four out, and two in." Now, numerically, sports are weakened, which is true. This is what I said. I gave the win. when I said I gave the chance to a four over ten. I was being generous, and I said I was being generous, and I've said before I said I was being generous by giving the four over ten, and I was right. It's a four over ten window, and me being generous by giving the four over ten wasn't a freaking lie, you know. Listen, sports fans need to get this with their fixed score. When will you understand, you know, that, listen, when will you understand that maybe, just maybe, if you take off your your glasses that you use different, the way you view um, the board and the ownership, if you take off those glasses that you're using viewing them as good people, right, and to take them off for a minute, and watch, I'm illogical here. It's it's your weekend window, because losing out for, losing out for, yeah, we know that, right? And now I have Bentaco and Kulusevski. So there's still no striker, no centre back, no wing back. And now what are we seeing? We're seeing reports. Oh, Spurs will 100% send the centre back in the summer. We start seeing links with um, Gia Vidal, Vidal, no, I'm sorry, Vadiol, um, Botman, left-sided centre backs, and um, there's one for that third I'm forgetting. Bastoni, right? Let's be real. You know, Spurs are likely gonna get, not gonna sign these guys. We know that. We know, that, and that's why it's it's amazing how this thing, the it for the same play over again. The same tricks, the same style they use, you know, they bring in stories and they trick fans. You know, fans fans see these things and then they 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 latch on the story and then we get disappointed with I mean look about this chance that just passed. We're getting links with some players, right? Even towards the end before the last this is this is how it happened, so predictable, right? When sports they say sports, those are linking sports with big players when the window hasn't is not even closed. Sports like getting links with big players, links with top players. When the window gets closer, we start hearing stuff like, oh, sports do not really have enough money to spend. It's going to be one in, one out, you know, policy. When we get to the window properly, we start hearing stories like, oh, um, no money to spend. You have to sell before it buys. This, listen, this has always been the policy. Just know this. It's always been sell before you buy and get young players with potential in before you buy. Like he said in his comments, right? This has always been for sports. The problem is this, right? They always try to defend, pre- cover these things up with. I don't know if they are being, they are being smart with journalists that journalists that release these stories though. They come out, you know, trying to tell us about they're going to be ambitious. When this is what you're going to do all along, Kulusevski and Bentaker, right? 
now I agree they were fairly good and on pedigree I bring what they've done you know fairly good and Kulusevski at Palmer right fine but listen Kulusevski and Bentaco were not starters for Juventus right they were starters Juventus one two if they were the players that sports really wanted to buy sports would have needed the 31st or the last day of the window to sign those two guys okay so if you look at, look at the start of the window all through and then they didn't end up signing these two guys in the, instead this is why i said like listen they fall for this over and over and over, and over again the deal for bringing kulisewski and bentaco were not really expensive i'm not saying you should splurge cash splurge you know to get good players because as some players have shown that you can get players with shrewd acquisitions and shrewd signings right even sports were a master of this in young ago long ago when they used to sign those sign players cheap you know, groom them and then they bring. But the problem is, this was have no aspect to the point of um, policy of signing young. Sports have not accepted. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Long ago, though, sports have not accepted that they are not the same club of 2002, 2001, 2006. You are now the, in the top 10 richest teams in the world. That policy of signing a player at 19 and 20, hoping that they become a star, signing somebody like Bill. Because Paul signed Bill at 16, signed Lennon at 17, signed um, say, um, sorry, Danny Rose at 17. You know, players at a young age, and when they blow up, they become big, you know. Even Kyle Walker at a young age too. So, signing players at a young age, oh, when they blow up and they become big, you know, we can sell them off for profit or we keep them, you know, we groom our players together. Sport are not that team. You are not that, because everybody knows you have money. Once everybody knows you have money, they will not let you play that trick. That's why the likes of Eberichi is a only say. These two players that sports would have signed. This is sport. This is not long ago. But this is the thing with sports. They won't do the. They are signing obviously to me, and those players were deserving of the transfer because they would have the young players are ready and are brought in. You know, and they're going to sign people like Brian Hill. Nothing wrong with no against the guy though. But listen, he's not ready. Clearly, we could see. But he's balling. He's balling his at Valencia. Yes, he's balling. Maybe it's good for his development. But players like Ebrechi is and Lisa, these guys had already played in England, even at the lower leagues. So the level of football education they got in terms of the kicking and the physical uh, treatment they experienced in football in, in championship in championship coming to the Premier League would not be different that much. You know, maybe a bit more technical, but what they will have to catch on to will be different. But this is this is my thing with sport, my issue with sports, the acts I've always grown with, with them. You know, they've always never they've always been this kind of team, right? They will sign young players and be so now Conte is coming out and saying it, which is always what I'm thinking. And we're plotting it. Now it irks me that a lot of fans are upset at this comment, right? They're upset at this comment. You know, talking about who um because basically it's basically saying the players are not good enough. He's effectively saying because by that one percent chance of winning the league and one percent of champ um, top four foot sports, that kind of thing, that comment, with that one percent chance comment, right? He's effectively saying these players are not good enough. We need better players. And he has sounded more and listen, a case could be made for the fact for a case could be made and saying that oh um Conte has always been like this because at Inter he did like Bill likes at Inter, Bill likes at Chelsea, Bill likes at um even we could make that case. Yes, yes, that's true. That could be possible. However, we I would have agreed with that completely if this was not a pattern with Spurs. Because look at this. Mourinho made comments too, like similar comments. Prediction was making comments too. Sports have a history of letting down their manager. So this is why I will not even completely buy that narrative that oh um Conte is just saying this because he wants to force the ball to act. No, I'm not buying that because sports have and, and this is one way I want a Conte. Because I was like, listen, even if we get Conte in and we don't even if Conte is not back, the fact that when he comes in and he will call out the board is what I want. I want him to put sports ownership in a very difficult situation where they will not have the, the situation where they will be like, oh my goodness, where because now look at we live in now. 
it's under pressure because now if you if you sack let Conte go, you can't get any better. Because someone tweets and someone saying, "Oh, Conte is acting like he's doing sports a favor." Listen, Conte is doing sports a favor. If you don't know, he's doing sports a favor. Just so you will know. If you think I'm lying, look at last summer, how long it took us to get a manager, and how long how we were getting rejected by every single manager. Even freaking Graham Potter said no. If you had offered Neil Warnock, Neil Warnock could have said no. That's how that's how much sports were getting turned down. And so I ended up with Nuno Espirito Santo. And then Nuno comes out and always says, oh, we'll find solutions, we'll find solutions. Shooting the players, you know, saying stuff. Shooting players, we'll find solutions, we'll find solutions, we'll find solutions. And now Conte comes out and he says that some people are saying, oh, he's, he should do his job. And I saw one tweet, somebody saying sports have the fourth best score in the league. Never have I felt... I mean, obviously, it was laughable, but I was also irritated and angry by that tweet. First of all, saying that sports are the fourth best team in the league is rubbish. Aside from Kane... Son, um, maybe Bentacur, maybe, and I won't say Kulusevski because so far he hasn't shown. But you know, apart from some, a handful, I can't even remember anyone that will think of right. Apart from Ken and Son, probably Ken and Son. Now I'm not putting Loris in that list. Absolutely not because of Loris's uh, issue. If you if you if you think about Loris's uh, because Loris is really good, yes, but sometimes he has the brain fat, yes. If you look, if you go around the other top, maybe Loris or you're Loris, maybe Loris. You go around each of the top. Uh, other top teams right that and the, the top three teams and the teams are competing for top four with you how many of your sports players get into those teams because listen if even the teams season when sports are finishing fourth and finishing the top four third second those seasons right listen sports squad was not good just good enough to finish in top four sports squad was good enough to win the freaking league okay if you want to finish top four assemble a squad that's good enough to finish in the league to win the league when you have that kind of squad do you, do you, listen, when you have that squad, but you don't have the bench, you finish in top four because you have enough to get your results weekly and weekly and weekly. Finishing in top four, you win. You finish top four by having um, results over a sustained period of time. Not okay. That one, see, one reason why I was, I'm always, I'm, I'm on the FA Cup side, saying sports should get the F, go for the FA Cup. Listen, finishing in top four. I, 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 like I said, I, I never said this. I never put this squad in top four. I'm not going to put this squad in top four. I'm not putting them. In fact, I'm not going to pressure for, for top four self because first off. I do not trust the squad for do to do that, and they are back to refer, to factory settings, which is what we are seeing. Listen, for me, this is why I said I won the FA. I'll try sports to go for the FA Cup because listen, in the FA Cups, the cup rounds, cup matches, you have one shot. Anything can happen on that day. So when you go in and you put your best in one match, it's a knockout game. Win that knockout game and keep it moving. You know, you don't really need sustained period to be playing well. You just need one game, one shot. It's like a, a punch, right? Just one punch. I mean, listen. We know we are, to, to, if you want to knock somebody out, right, with a punch, there's a spot you will hit, right? When you hit that spot, the person gets dizzy and he gets knocked out, right? No, but a small person, if he has enough force, you know, he can touch that place in a big person and the person gets knocked out. This is how it's like. So you could be playing against a big team, a team that's bigger than you and you're clearly stronger than you. You could give, give you a knockout punch. Bam! You know, it's just one, it's just a one thing, right? It's not something that you just do. You, show, you don't need a sustained... Unlike maybe like UFC, for example, where you need sustained um, energy, right? Even in boxing, right? You might get knocked out, right? You might just maybe want... I'm not a boxing fan, so obviously I'll just... I'm not... I'm not I forgive me for my own... Forgive me if I make some ignorant and educated comments about boxing, though. My point is this, right? In boxing, there are multiple rounds, right? So you have one round where you knock the person out. That round is over. So if you have another round... So you might... you might Maybe you might fraud your way to that much round. But the person... So my point is this. You have a sustained... You should have, but my point is, is that one round. I'm talking about that one round when you knock out and you win that round. You have a sustained period, a sustained 
you know period of um um sustained period where you have to keep in and stay in right so this is to win but you would that one run you just need pff, one punch this is what you with FED cup matches that's why i say listen top four nah i'm not putting my man in this finishing top four i'm putting my hopes on winning the cup because that way now people tell me oh how we attract the players want to say that's a lot of tosh because when we're in the top four we finished when steady champions league team finishing second and third in the league in those sorts that projection those years those projection those years sports in sport the players sports signed you were players that sports could have signed anyways sissoko nkudu bergwine sports would have signed it as we're in europa league if our sports are not in, cha- in, in champions league or anything sports could still sign see benta Kohn, Kulusevsky, i would argue that sports would have been to sign this well, my sports are not in Champions League, sports are not even in this club. So these are players that have not signed anyways. Sports could have signed but when I mean signing players, sometimes not just signing players because they are good at name. At that period in time, they are on their game. If you bring them in now, you're gonna it's not like they were good some years ago and then hopefully they return their spark. No. Were they good years ago? Yes. Are they good now? Yes. Bring that guy in now. Because this is when they're in their peak. The iron is hot, the iron is hot. You have to strike. You get this is my own. This is my, my take with the sport. With the sport. No, you don't you don't strike the iron when the water is inside the you don't push inside the inside the water. You push inside the water. You don't you don't, you don't strike it again because it can't bend anymore. Because you know. But this this is what, what we this is what annoys me. And down they will say, Oh, Conte is putting down the coming down to the players. Oh, how many matches left? Rub absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Rubbish. Let me like Elma in, in Bugs Bunny. Rubbish. What a lot of rubbish. <laughs> kidding dude it's a lot of rubbish listen listen you all wanted Conte in right oh now why do you want to turn i don't even know this urge to bl- to defend the players and the board i don't know this urge this urge right whenever the manager is pulling them and the manager is questioning these guys you this urge to defend both of them i don't understand check this out i made a tweet right during the week i said there are three types of sports fans i, I think i even said in my last episode the ones who love the owners the ones who love the players and the ones who love the club, the ones who love the owners, do not want to hear anything bad about the owners because they believe the owners, oh, they saved this club from from the trenches. Sports were a relegation team, you know, they saved the club, which you know I would argue that it's fairly correct because with their deals and sports, if sports was the way they are, you know. But listen, just because somebody did good for you once doesn't mean that they are good for you all the time. They did good for you once in a while and they were good at it. But it's the point where they are screwing up things where you have to just say, okay, time to take a step back. And you know, like, you know, that's just the way it is. Take a step back. Let me handle this thing myself. You know, at that point, you have to say, okay, take a step back. Then the ones who love the players, which is, these ones are, I think this one is quite asinine because, first of all, these players are temporary. This is why you have players like, you have, you will see tweets like, maybe when Dombele playing well against Nice, for example, and somebody will tweet and say, oh, Spurs held Dombele back for two years. No, you are an idiot who is attached to a player. If you can follow Dombele to Lyon and fans him there and stand him there, you, you, that's your business. But these people, these people, they love In fact, if they, if they, will, they will mind, they won't mind if the club burns to the ground and their fair player, best player, their fair player gets to play just because he does a few flicks and tricks on the pitch. They do not care. This is what you get from these kind of players, from these kind of fans, this session of fans. This is what you get. They step up on the pitch. They, they, they as long as the players on the bench, they would want the manager to get sacked because this is what will happen with Dele Ali, man. I hope they, I hope they follow me. I mean, I don't want to. I'm tired. Then the total of fans are the ones who love the club. Check this out. These total of fans are not afraid to criticize the first and second one. The first and second, the persons, the persons in the first and second position. For example, now the persons in the first, the first and second ones who I mean like the, the owners and the players. These ones do not care. They want the best for the club, 
and they would always stand for it. So whenever a player is behaving, they want the player out. Whenever a manager is speaking the fact, they want the manager, they want the manager to stay there and stay the fact. If the manager is wrong, they will. so they basically they are the best sort of fans that you, in my opinion, because they are fair and they are very logical. So they do not they do not stick aside, you know, because they want the best for the club. This is how a fan should be. This is a fan. But what you say at sports, at getting attached to a player because he does a few flicks and tricks. Oh. Sorry, man, we're there to win a game. I rather, when somebody said they prefer Thomas Suchek to Ndombele, people attacked him. But it's been proven right. Well, Thomas Suchek is more effective than Ndombele. Ndombele may be aesthetically pleasing, you know, in order to do tricks, flicks, and tricks. But effectively, Suchek has been more effective than him in terms of contribution to the league and all that. But, you know, that, that, that's what we've seen from the fans. So, listen, a lot of fans are talking about who Conte, how he's been cricket of the players always oh, defend is not being right by doing it i think it's rubbish i think it's it's not cool that they would well i'm not surprised because this fan base and this is proof again that conte is not a puppet back to what i said again i am so happy that he's a manager because now the ownership are in a very tough position um levy has sacked multiple managers over the last over the past 20 plus years that he has been owners the owners he has been as part of the ownership at sports right so um sacked Jose a weekly cup final that's a disaster and and a lot of fans who who celebrated that decision a lot of them are idiots and who celebrated as time go on you remember why I said you were idiots you remember why those that decision was a very stupid decision over time you will be eventually catch on but from day one I've always said that's a very stupid thing to do any manager who gets to a final deserves to 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 manage that final no matter I don't care if he got pumped even if he won the first leg 3-0, right? And in the second leg of the second semi-final, he lost it. Uh, maybe um, I don't know. He won an aggregate, for example, and he lost the second leg 4-0 or whatever. I don't know. Funny. Even if he won the first leg or lost the second leg 4-1, that he qualifies on aggregate. No matter what, he deserves to own that final because why? He got the team there, so it's his decision, you know, to manage that final. I thought it was, some fans think it's a good I think it's a good thing. Oh, we're gonna lose anyway. I don't care if we're gonna lose anyway. The owner, the best who brought him there should be the ones to 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 own that final. It is what it is. So listen. So back to what I was saying about um Levy, right? You sacked Marino, right? Now I brought in Nuno. Now the circles are went over the summer, no manager wanted to sign went to sign for spurs. And then now you finally brought Conte in after promising him. Now you should, you're gonna likely gonna break your promise. Listen. If Conte walks, which obviously yes, you would have walked by exposing the club and exposing how the rot and what is wrong with the club, he will be exposed. Because listen, there's not there's nothing was saying that's new. Loris has been complaining. Listen, Loris has talked about the players' approach for a long time, even before Pochettino's years. Even last season when Sports got knocked out, knocked out of the Europa League by Zagreb, Loris spoke about them against Murray. I think he did that against Murray also, if I'm not mistaken. All these matches, they've done. So what exactly is new that he's saying? There's nothing new. This is how it has been. But he's saying it for years. Why has nothing changed? Because the ownership do not really care about football. They care about profit. Sports are not a costing. Sports have an ownership who are incompetent, who do not want to win things, who just want to make profit. And another one is I say, sports are a perfect place for players who do not want to aspire. They just want to be comfortable. So when when there are many comments because why you have fans who will back you and you're not funny enough United fans you don't realize you're turning into sports fans United you don't even realize it you're going to turn into sports fans when you idolize players over managers you and you you also want the best for your club the best for your club means the best manager the best players available for your club that's what the best that's who those thoughts of fans I mentioned are the best the people who support the club not the owners not the players 
Someone like Sanchez having players who are stands, having fans who are standing him. Oh, Sanchez stand, Bergwijn having stand. Why? For what? I'm not saying. I'm not saying no, no hate against them, but listen. And you would go to the length of the world to defend these guys, even when they are underperforming. For somebody like Damien Sanchez, right? I'm not get, like I said, I don't know if I my friends have said multiple times. I listen. For a player to be considered to have turned the corner, you have to have played a certain way. The correct way for 15 to 20 matches, consecutive matches, not 50, the odd game here and there. You play well and then they applaud you. If not, you're not, you're not different for titles Bramble and Paul McShane. You're not, you're not different. Because as for as comical as Titus Bramble of the defender as Titus Bramble was, Titus Bramble had good games. It was once in a while he used to have good games. Even Paul McShane, there was one game I think spoiled against Sunderland where Sunderland won one nil and Paul McShane was on another level. So it's not even a new thing. But it's not even that they're, they're, they're awful players, but they have their good good days once in a while. So this is what I'm saying, right? With sports, my issue with sports fans is so you stand these players, and when you stand these players, and when the the feathers get ruffled a bit, you get upset at the manager that oh the manager is roughing their confidence. Hey, get the f out of here, man! Really? Now Dele Ali is gone. They are still standing Dele Ali. Lucio is gone. Lucio is playing everywhere else well, but sports. Why? Have you ever asked yourself why? Are you not going to be? Are you not going to be outraged by that? Lucio played for Argentina, played well for Juventus, played well for Betis, played well for um, PSG to an extent, played well for. And he's playing well for, for Villarreal now. Of course, you should be offended that he's not playing well for your club. But do they think? No, they don't. They just want to assume, you know, that it's, it must be the fault of the owner. What about the players? You know, when... And David, I remember, I remember um, ben, ben Davis' comments in, you know, doing the All or Nothing um, documentary, right? On Amazon. Yeah, he said, you know, why are clubs signing players in January? It was generally... Why are signing, no, they signed players. Listen, Davis. They signed players in January. So put... You on your toes, so that when if you can, you're gonna have you step back. Okay, do not go there and expect that you're gonna be comfortable. And this is a lot of players are too comfortable, and that's why you know that why the comments from Conte were very good because now the ownership are knowing that listen, this guy is not a puppet. He's not gonna come here and say the usual stuff because they're probably what they're expecting that oh he agrees a deal, 50 million pounds a year, paying what he wants. And fans are saying oh he's been paying 50 million pounds a year, he should be doing his job. No man, sorry, it doesn't work that way. 50 million pounds a year means that he's one of the best in the world. You have to pay him what he deserves as the best, as one of the top, if not the top three managers in the world currently. You have to pay him what he deserves. I'm talking of active managers because I think Zidane is not active. So, active managers. So, this guy is the top three. So, you have to pay him what he wants. You pay him what he wants. He's been paid for what he knows. And now, he can't, he can't turn water into wine. Sorry, he's not Jesus Christ. He can't turn water into wine. So, coming in and telling you that, listen, we need this, we need this. Everything he has said has been fact. So, why are you guys outraged? I do not freaking know. I've said I spent so much time on this big story, on, on this main story, so I probably have to cool off. And um, yeah, listen, it's it's just uh, everything I'm saying now. I've said most of them before, and that's why it's it's, it's just very annoying. I have to repeat this over and over and over and over and over, and over, and over again because the problems are still freaking here. They're still here. Anyways, um, I have to take my it's time to go now. I think that's enough. That's, enough, that's a good 23 or 24 minute rant. <laughs> Um, I hope Spurs resolve their situation as a Spurs fan. Um, if they don't, banter continues. But um, as you all know, everyone listening, you know I want the FA Cup, I want the trophy. So over the top for that, that's just my always my thing of always. Yeah, but I think it's time for me to um, to go. Um, have a nice weekend, and um, I'll see you guys on Monday. Hopefully, Spurs beat Man City. I don't mean I hope that likely that happening is very low. But hopefully, Spurs beat Man City by the time I return on Monday. Um, I'll catch you guys um, same on Monday. Take care. Bye.